Hi, my name is Clayton Dozier, and this is Not The Expert. I've been a side hustler for years now, but do you know what? I've never actually made it full time. But when I look around out there, I see so many people killing it with courses and coaching, and I see the next big industry. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring you the people who are the expert to help you go from course creator to having a successful business. Welcome back to Not The Expert. I'm your host, Clayton Dozier. In this episode, I interviewed Geraldine Franco. Geraldine is an online business integrator and operations specialist. Geraldine has over seven years experience in operations, and part of her job is building out high-level systems, processes, and procedures within her clients' businesses to ensure that things run as smoothly and efficiently as possible. In order for businesses to scale massively, there needs to be systems, automation, and an effective team in place. When she's not diving into her client's businesses, she's spending time with her almost three-year-old daughter, making some coffee, and trying to spend time outside exploring her new home in Alaska. So sit back and let's grow. Hey, Geraldine, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Hey, Clayton. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm super excited to have you. Uh, We were talking just a little bit ago about something that you seem very, very passionate about, and that is integration. Yes, all things implementation. (laughs) So can you break down what is like integration for us? Can you? So when I first came across this term, it was after reading the book uh, Rocket Fuel and Traction by Juno Wickman. And there's a plethora of other books. But after coming across this and really learning about the visionary and integrator role, it resonated with me because I found that, you know, after working with several clients, there was a, a gap, there was something missing. And my thing is like, if I'm going to work with someone, I want to make sure that they get, you know, from point A to Z and whatever we talked about gets completed. So I felt that the actual implementation part of whatever it was that we had talked about you know, gets done. So anything integration, making sure that the project is being done completely is um, something that I started doing. And I just, I just love it. So if someone's listening and they're really kind of stuck on the doing part, like they have all the ideas and they, they have all the pieces in their head, but they're just, uh, okay, there's, there's, there's a, now I got to do a, what would you say to that person is like a, to get them started toward a? Uh, Well, it depends, you know, every business owner is on a different stage of their business. Some people have team members where they can delegate some of these tasks to some other people are solopreneurs, so they have to wear all these multiple hats. But if you are really wanting to grow your business and, you know, scale it to the next level, Um, hiring a virtual assistant after you have created your SOPs or you have a plan in place that you can delegate things to will probably be the best thing. Now, if you have been, you know, in the online space for a while, you have a proven offer or service, hiring an integrator would be the best just because they have more of the the experience. They will, um, you know, help strategize. They will help bounce ideas off with you and help you with the actual implementation part. So just, you know, it depends on where you are at and what your goals are for your company. Somebody kind of bounce the, the doing with the creating, right? Like 
I think there's a lot of people that it's really easy to come up with the ideas and stuff, but there's some people it's really easy to put the ducks in a row. And sometimes that's not the same person. Sometimes you need that the other person that's got the other side. Yeah, exactly. And you've probably heard the word, you know, visionary or, um, you know, the CEO is the one that comes up with all these ideas and the vision for their company. But having someone else, whether it's like even a DOO where you can bounce ideas off and help you implement it and uh, make it a reality is the way to go and very helpful. What is a DOO? A DOO is a director of operations. It's mainly like that word or that uh, abbreviation is used in the corporate world. Uh, in the online space, a lot of people will call them uh, an operator or a just operations expert. So when you sit down with people and, and you're walking them through, are, are you teaching people how to kind of be their own integrator before they get to that point of, of being able to have the virtual assistant? Or are you more of the integrator once they get to that point? Whenever someone reaches out to me, uh, we get on a call. This call is typically, you know, 30, sometimes even 45 minutes. Um, And what I like to do is just dive into their business because one of the the skills that I have worked on for a really long time is pinpointing what they're struggling with. Because I've noticed that some business owners think that they have an issue, let's say, for example, with um, sales and marketing. But after talking with them and getting to know, you know, what they've done in the past, what's working, what's not, what their current workflow looks like, I find that marketing and and sales is not the problem. It's the fulfillment part. Uh, So on these calls, I just ask all these questions and really try to understand uh, where they're at and obviously what their ultimate goal is. And then I follow up with a recommendation. So, hey, you know, after our conversation and some of the things that stood out to me, these are the things that I would focus on if you're trying to get to this level. And then if they have a team, they are able to uh, delegate or plan it out with them. But obviously my goal is for them to work with me. And I ask them, you know, if you want to work with me, partner up with me, you know, these are the next steps. I love that. So, so you really are kind of the integrator and you are like the, the DO for people. Yeah. I like that. So can we go through like your story a little bit, how you got here, like how you got to that point? Yeah. So before this, I was in healthcare. I actually wanted to go to school for uh, nursing. So I had done all my prereqs and everything. I love the healthcare industry. Uh, I was in the administrative side. So um, managing teams, working with our clinic managers, and I just loved it. So that's where I got my first taste of the operations and how to run the business, looking at metrics and data and where can we uh, tweak something to make the patient experience a lot better. And then after a while, I met someone (laughs) who was in the military and we moved to Tennessee and I decided to, you know, I'm going to try this online thing after watching a couple videos, um, I joined uh, Marie Forleo's B-School and that's where everything started. 
then it was a virtual assistant, online business manager. I am actually getting my certification to become a certified uh, DOO, which I'm so happy and like excited for because there's just always something new to learn. And like everyone else, I've invested in coaches and courses and programs and read all the books. And I just love to learn. Like there's always something that you can learn. And for me, it's like the more that you know, the better you're able to serve your clients. I love that. Are there kind of patterns that you see when you work with people where people typically get stuck like the most at like like human hangups? Yeah, I think everyone wants that quick win. Um, Some people are really good at taking action right away. Some other people want to go a different direction after we start working. And my goal is to keep them focused on what, you know, we planned out in the first place and yeah, just staying the course. And I know we all get shiny object syndrome, you know, we join a program and want to implement some of the things that they're doing, but you really want to focus on your service, your offer. And if you have clients or students, they should be the number one priority. Are there any like tips or tricks that you you found that are really effective to help people stay on on task, on target in those situations? Having an accountability person, like I said, I like to partner up with these uh, business owners. I'm not just another contractor or someone that they hire. I'm there for support to, you know, bounce ideas off of. We can chat about, you know, how their day is going because sometimes we want to vent and it's, it's helpful. So my tip is if you're either just starting out or you're a solopreneur, wherever you are in your journey and starting phases is find, I love to network. Like if I, uh, my goal is to meet one new person in the online space every week. It's your responsibility to create your own little network, your circle of people where you can, hey, let's get on a call to either catch up Or if you, like I have a accountability partner with YouTube. So, you know, we get on a quick call every week. Hey, how's it going? What are you, you know, going to post this week? And that's helpful, right? Because you have someone to give you accountable to, you know, certain things. So having an accountability partner or just people that you can network and chat with. If you are an established business owner and you're doing really good, masterminds and hosting, you know, events, things like that, because if you are in that level and you're, you know, I don't want to say making these promises, but you're telling your audience, your customers, what you're doing or planning on doing, you have to do it. (laughs) But the most important thing here is having a accountability group or just people that you can talk to because being an entrepreneur or just an online business owner in general, it can get lonely sometimes, especially if you don't have a team. So having people that you can talk to. I, I really like the network as well. That's like one of your big things. So what are some things that you would recommend as like a networking person then to, to meet people? How do you meet that one person a week? A week? <laughs> uh, I love Instagram. I feel like on Instagram, you can tell, you know, uh, someone's personality or, you know, based off of what content they're putting, putting out, you know, what they're passionate about or what they like to do, uh, what type of business they're in or industry. 
so I know the type of people that I want to um, talk to that I would love to hang out with one day and I'll just DM them and obviously engage on their stories, things like that. And eventually I'll invite them to a Zoom call and just chit chat, just network, get to know them, their business, uh, maybe what their goals are and go from there. Just being a human. <laughs> right. Right. I like the Zoom call thing too. I, I think you're the first person I've had on here in a while. Maybe the last person. I'm not sure. I didn't either. But for the most part, I've I've been on a Zoom call with almost everybody that's been on this before. I even had them on here. But yeah, like you said, though, you can kind of tell a lot about people. And for, there's something about you that's like clicked. I was watching some of your YouTube videos and I was like, yeah, she's coming on. She doesn't know it yet, but she's coming on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, sometimes people want to be like super professional and I totally get that. But at the end of the day, it's like, this people want to do business with other people and people want to network and uh you know with other people with humans so sometimes it's okay to let your guard down a little bit and just be yourself and i know sometimes it's hard to do on social media but you will attract the the right people especially people who like vibe with you and that's what i do with clients too like if i vibe with them like if i see myself like having um you know good conversations with them i really like you know their style what they do um i i'll work with them but if you know you get a not so good vibe you probably don't want to work with them for a reason <laughs> yeah that's true that's true so what is so in systems that's a lot like like so when you're talking about like running a business you're talking about all the systems and so there's there's a million systems is there a specific area that's like your favorite for me it's the strategy helping a business owner plan out. Like I love doing uh, quarterly planning. Um, I just felt that it's a lot easier to not just manage, but you're able to implement and accomplish more rather than looking at the big like annual um, picture. So I would say strategy and then working with team members. I love working with companies who have a established team. I take the time to meet with each individual person, get to know them on a personal level, you know, what their skills are, what they like to do. And it just makes working with them a lot easier when you take the time to do that because people notice it and, you know, they'll listen to what you have to say. Uh, so definitely anything that has to do with like team building or working on projects with um, other team members. It's funny how sometimes when you pay attention to other people, they start paying attention to you, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you're sitting down and you're doing these these quarterly strategies, is there a like specific outline or method that you typically use, or is it different for each company that you kind of go with, like a framework that you use? There, not an exact framework. Uh, I usually go based off of what they've done in the past, what they want to accomplish. Obviously, some some of these or most of these are monetary goals, so they want to hit hundred um, k months or their first 50K months, and then analyze what they've done in the past, what they're currently doing, what can we tweak? That would be like easy wins. And then plan out what the next three months would look like. Uh, you obviously don't want to have a lot of things, a lot of projects going on, but the main focus is one, giving my clients their ROI first, uh, return on investment if possible and then getting them to that um, goal. Sometimes people 
need help with the back end, which is creating SOPs or making sure that their team knows what's going on, what they're supposed to be doing, more of the management day-to-day -day stuff, which I also like. So that's you know one of the reasons why I'm working on my uh, DOO certification is more of the team management, the day-to-day -day operations of an online business. What is it specifically that drew you to online business and not another type of business? <laughs> In the beginning, when I was a virtual assistant, I worked with anyone and everybody. And I just loved working with content creators, course creators, coaches, consultants, just because everyone is very unique in like their own way and the way they teach things, the way they, um, you know, attract their own audience and the way they put themselves out there. I don't know what it is. I just, I just like the online space content course creators. So did you spend time, like, I guess, helping people create their own content and stuff for a while in the beginning before you started making your own or did you start making your own first? content uh, not necessarily it was more as a virtual assistant it was more of task doing creating like job forms or helping with like customer service things like that as an online business manager that's when I started getting into the day-to-day -day operations creating SOPs things like that um, not necessarily content creation just because I know my lane so when it comes to like a marketing strategy where it's like the content creation or a whole launch, things like that, uh, I've done them before, but that's not my forte. Uh, so I would either recommend someone that I personally know, or, you know, we can put our brains together and figure it out. <laughs> I'm just curious because I know you have a YouTube and stuff. So I was just kind of wondering where that began. Yeah, I, I've thought about it. Cause it's like, I'm a huge fan of video. I love video. I see how YouTube can help a business grow or with organic, you know, no pay ads or anything like that. But I just wouldn't feel comfortable helping someone create content because that's when you dive into like their brand voice and more of that branding aspect and their audience. And I've, I've never done that <laughs> for, for anyone that. else. Yeah. You're, you're definitely more to the analytical side of things. Yeah. You like your numbers and spreadsheets and yeah the... and also the creation so i mentioned creating funnels like click funnels if we know what the whole funnel looks like i am in there creating the landing pages and all of that or email sequences i would say i, I am a little tech savvy and i i love that that's great it comes in I, handy <laughs> I, well i mean it's especially in the online world it's almost required right i mean yeah Everybody has to know how to do something. So you, you said that kind of the first thing that, that people kind of need is, is that kind of like the kick that um, kind of accountability partner is. Is there another thing that people kind of typically get stuck on as, as well, like another common stuck point? That I've seen, aside from the implementation, if someone doesn't have a team that they can delegate things to, getting their clients results. I've seen this in, you know, like the larger evergreen um, programs. Sometimes it's hard to get students to follow through and take action and implement because there's only so much you can do. And I know that's more of, you know, case by case, but one of the things that 
we kind of touched base on earlier was the client experience. And as I talked to, you know, more coaches or course creators, I like to touch base on this, like, what does your client experience look like, your uh, fulfillment? Because when someone is paying you for this specific, you know, course or coaching program, you want them to have an amazing experience from the day that they pay and sign the contract to the day that, you know, the time is up. So that's, that would be another thing that I see, not just with, you know, people that I've worked with, but just in the industry total. And I've experienced this myself too, you know, sometimes uh, with some courses, it's like you kind of get lost, but that's all on you as well is, you know, you do whatever you want with the material to get your, your results as well. So that situation where you do, do you just kind of step back and try and see everything from, from the client's perspective, right? Of, of like what, okay, so this is how this, this step works. Kind of going back to the funnel, right? You have to go through each step of the funnel as it narrows and like, okay, so what is the client feeling and thinking and seeing right now? Yeah. And now what is the client feeling, seeing and thinking right now? Yeah. Asking for feedback. That's like, I'll ask them like, hey, when was the last time you asked your students or, you know, clients for feedback. And if they have never done it, that's one of the things that we'll implement right away because that's how you can make your program or course, you know, better is by getting feedback. That makes, makes a lot of sense, especially if you're getting, I would imagine getting like a lot of refunds and stuff. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to avoid is asking for, you know, getting any refunds. Yeah. Yeah. Or chargebacks, nobody likes chargebacks. Yeah, exactly. So client experience. So I, I I kind of like client experience myself a little bit. So I do massage and, and I've been doing it for like seven years. It's like my main source of income. Like to me, it's almost obsessive there. Like, like what is the client experiencing from the first moment they go walk in the door? Like, like I'm one of those people, like I almost wish I could control the parking lot more than I can control the parking lot, you know? Like it <laughs> yeah. all begins like sometimes before they even step in your door. And then from there, it's like, what is each little thing? And I could probably talk about that from like the the physical real world you know, massage perspective of even down to how the, you know, the, the towel is displayed if you have, you know, like, you know, hand towels and things, but how, how would you take that experience and, and kind of morph it into the, the digital world? Do you have like any kind of input on, on that? Yeah. So I have a, a motto, I guess you can say it's um, simple scale. So you don't want to overcomplicate anything. It doesn't have to be like, you know, anything crazy or fancy. Um, it's just those small touches, whether it's your, let's just say you're launching a course and uh, you want to have a cap. Maybe you have, you know, only 15, 20 people. You want to, as soon as they sign up, have a welcome email because you don't want to be as a client left, you know, wondering what's next or how do I get access to this? Uh, so welcome email with all the information, what the next steps look like, maybe um, information on when the first call is going to be, making sure that they have access to the course or, you know, the coaching calls. Um, if there's a Facebook group or Slack channel involved, that they have access to that. And as soon as they have a question, especially if it's like one of their questions in, you know, one of these platforms as, you know, the community answering them sometimes you know (laughs) 
things get unanswered and they're just there wondering, you know, what, if someone's going to answer their question. And I know sometimes it can be a little time consuming. And that's when having a team member or a community manager to be able to support them on Facebook or Slack, something like that would be very helpful. One thing that I have been seeing a lot uh, within coaching programs is what they call uh, like a feedback form. So someone wants feedback on something specific, they can fill out a form and then you review this form, what they're wanting feedback on and you send it back to them instead of them having to wait for the next coaching call or having to send an email and then you having to respond to that email or whatever that is. Some people like that. It's not really like one-on-one, but you're getting support from that person, you know, that you're getting coached from. So just like little things like that. And you want to make it obviously your, your thing and not copying other people. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. It seems to me like in the, in the beginning when you're alone, you need to keep it as, as simple as possible and then get to having team as soon as possible. It's really kind having, of the... Yeah, I would say having a team, at least one team member, if, you know, if you're a solopreneur launching a program or a course, having a team member to help you with that client support, it's so worth it. Yeah, highly, highly recommend it. What do you think the the first team member somebody should hire them is like? Would it be somebody for like for the client support type of thing? Like a yeah. if you have a course or some sort of program, client support, because you can't be everywhere and you have other things that you want to focus on, uh, and you don't want to leave your you know students clients hanging. So having them be like backup support um, with your clients is yeah very important. Um, if you do more of a one-on-one consulting type thing, kind of like what I do, I do have a VA who helps me, who supports me on um, whether it's like a weekly email or sometimes reminding me to do something. Um, it's it's helpful. Okay. So, so let's do client support first and we'll do VA. What are good qualities to look for in, in someone who you're hiring for customer support? I think the biggest one for me would be having someone who's dedicated to working with you. There are some, you know, VAs who have multiple clients and it's, it's totally fine. But if they're focusing on one specific service, um, like email management or something like that, but if you want someone to work solely with you, um, find someone who's able to do that. Okay. And that would that be for like kind of both situations in for the, the course creator and for the, the consultant would. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. You want their focus, right? Yeah, and definitely someone who has like that time management and attention to detail. Tech savvy as well. Again, like you mentioned before, we nowadays want someone who knows a little, little bit of tech, um, at least the basics, you know, that's that's helpful as well. You don't want someone where you have to train them on every little thing. Yeah, that would that, would, that makes sense. I mean, it kind of would defeat the purpose a little bit, I guess. You're, you're training the person that you're supposed to help you train more people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what are, if you could choose one big tip, like let's, let's say there's somebody who is just starting, they are a course creator and they're just looking at the whole thing and they're like, wow, this is a lot. What's, what's like the one thing that you would say to that person that just overwhelmed in the beginning? 
Yeah, so I've actually had um, a couple clients who launched their uh, coaching program, their group coaching. And it's having, again, going back to that plan with timelines. Because if you have a list of things that need to get done, whether it's, you know, you recording the training, the modules, doing graphics and all this other stuff is having a plan with the timeline and who's going to be doing what and having someone like either an integrator or operations person or project manager to make sure that everything is going smoothly, meeting the deadlines and all of that. Because the last thing we want is overwhelm. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's some things start to break down. Yeah. One thing that I will add is um, if you see your clients stressing out, you don't want to join them in stress out as well. You want to, you know, stay calm and assure them that everything's fine. Because if everyone starts to panic, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable, especially when you're the person that's supposed to be kind of the foundation of the situation. It's really kind of bad when that person starts falling apart. <laughs> I have another question, Geraldine, and I didn't really quite prep you for this, but where is it that people can find you at if they want to get more, more Geraldine? My YouTube channel, it's Hey, Hey, Geraldine, just like my Instagram. And then my website, uh, GeraldineFranco.co. I have um, changing some things in there, but you can find a lot of valuable information um, in my blog. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And uh, do you have any kind of like uh, magnets or anything out there right now? Uh, I do, but only for people who are interested in becoming an integrator. I love teaching. I guess this would be like a a good announcement. Um, (laughs) I'm launching my first course. It's called the Integrator Method. And anyone who is interested in becoming an integrator, whether you're still at a nine to five or um, you're in the starting phases of working in the online space, and this is something that you're interested in, yeah, stay tuned for that. But that is, there's more to come on that. <laughs> Super exciting. Uh, when you launch, let me know and we'll see if I can, see what we can do. Maybe get you back on or something and see, help you, yeah. help throw you out there a little bit more. Do what yeah. I can. <laughs> uh, do you have any closing thoughts or anything, Geraldine? A quick tip, just, this would be just for, for anyone who's in the online space and just overthinking the integration or, um, you know, running the day-to-day business is finding talent. Uh, One of the things that a lot of business owners struggle with, and it's like across all industries, finding talent right now and people who are willing to, to work. So one of the things that I recommend is whether it's your first hire or 10th hire is creating a good job description and starting with your network and going from there. Cause you always know someone that knows someone that can help you out. That is yeah. So true. All right, Jolene, thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Thank you, Clayton.